Hey, everybody. Welcome to another edition of NASCAR Radio, Episode 5. Uh, I'm one of the co-hosts, Val, and uh, the amazing Jason. Good morning, Val. Glad to be back again. Oh, uh, glad to have you. Uh, it's been, uh, we kind of missed a week here, but NASCAR was kind of off, and we had the... Uh, um, some somewhat interesting news that kind of blew up the trading card market and blew up, I mean, uh, set Twitter and social media fire. Um, I'm sure you heard that uh, Gary Vaynerchuk, uh, Gary V, um, he uh, was talking about uh, trading cards and, um, you know, how it, trading cards might be another um, social phenomenon again. I'm sure you heard that. Uh, yeah, definitely. It's been kind of all over the place, and it's been interesting to uh, to hear some of the opinions from uh, from him, definitely, and then from other people that have been in the hobby and the industry for a while. Uh, you know, whether it's with you know Beckett or Sports Card Radio, or you know, mm-hmm. Watch the Breaks, or all these other people. So uh, definitely interesting to hear some of their insights, and you know, maybe we can throw ours into the mix as well. Definitely. I um when that came out, um I just sat there. I, you know, I follow him or I listen to some of his podcasts. I think he's um he's great. Um I don't I guess he calls them, you know, flippers or the side hustle and so I, you know, I enjoy prospecting and 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 if you're in cards, uh you know, you collect them and and other stuff and then you have other things where you see them appreciating well um, you know, you sell them and so you can make a little bit of money. So, um, and he mentioned mm-hmm. when he was a kid, he, uh, bought and sell, sold, uh, cards. So I followed him and stuff. When I saw that come across, I was like, oh man. Um, and he's going to be at the national. So I was like, and then he was talking about how he sees folks coming into the hobby from the sneaker flippers and, and, um, I think there's something else about the gambling aspect of it. Um, what am I missing, Jason? Uh, I don't remember the gambling part of it too well. I remember more of the sneaker flippers like you were uh, just talking about. But but I guess because they like sports and then um, that whole thing about how um, he was talking about how I guess to be a Zion rookie – uh, will come out of a four or five dollar pack and be worth you know fifty thousand or whatever, and I think he kind of thinks like the Atani was I guess the same way in baseball right the the Bowman yeah, last year Bowman. yeah who, who had somebody had a bounty on it saying they were going to get fifty or sixty grand if they had it right the solar uh, I believe that was blowout that actually did that but theirs was it was there was a an expiration on that. Um, but even when Correct. the guy pulled the card and auctioned it, you know, Otani went down with, a, with an injury, which surprisingly didn't seem to affect the value of the card. <laughs> uh, now, granted, he wasn't, you know, 20-4 and four win-loss record or anything like that. You know, that would have sent it through the roof. But it still seemed, and I was actually just talking to somebody about this yesterday or the day before, um, it went for probably double what we kind of thought it was going to go for um, just because of all those last-minute bids that came in. But 
you know, that's a, another story for another day. But um, even with the injury, it was a high-dollar card, and I think the same thing would go for Zion. I think the potential was there. Um, but Gary Vee kind of talked in extremes a little bit. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, a $3 pack for a $50,000 card, yeah, technically it's possible, but, you know, that's, uh, that's a lottery ticket for sure. Um, that's not, you know, buying a case of cards and getting a $50,000 card, you know, and 100 people do it. It's, you know, that's a lottery ticket, one in 100,000 kind of thing. So it's possible, but definitely on the extreme side. Yeah, so when he was saying that, I was immediately going to, okay, um, these folks that are the basketball folks and then the sports guys are probably the basketball guys um, that the uh, I don't even see I don't really follow basketball so what product he would be in I don't know if that's prism or whatever is that I can see um, you know trying to uh, pre-order some of those cases you know when when Zion comes out it's going to be a, a you know a big um, push for that and then do the card manufacturers um, print too much so I definitely see you know part of my thing was alright cool we have all these people coming in then I'm like well all these people coming in but they're not educated on it and I the last thing I want for people is to get burned right so we, we want people to be in the hobby for a while and not in and out and so you know back in the late 80s mid 80s people were getting in and then everybody's, you know, the same thing with racing, even though I didn't collect racing at the time, but they're making so much stuff. And everybody was like, well, I'm going to put a case of the way um, for my kid's college, right? So I did some of that. I bought, you know, a case of uh, 90 score uh, Canadian and, and um, American and some of the other stuff. And I've started to see some of that. Like back then, they were like buying clubs because there were no really the breakers and stuff like that where you'd get in and you get stuff at like um, you know the, the the buying club would buy it from the uh, the other folks and then amass it and then try to sell it to a small markup to the members or whatever. So you know, part of me is worried that we're going for another bust here, and that you're taking the short term money for the long you know the long term hobby health. So does that make sense? Yeah, uh, 100%. And, you know, the one story that I kind of told somebody the other day in having a conversation with them about this situation, which kind of to backtrack a little bit, you know, when he's talking about, um, when Gary Vee is talking about a $3 pack, it seemed that he was referencing Prism basketball, um, which is absolutely a $3 pack, and, you know, hobby stores, Target, Walmart, the whole deal. Uh, but, you know, I don't know that there's a $50,000 card in PRISM. Um, Bowman, it seems like it's more likely but for baseball, but I don't really see it coming out of PRISM. Um, I would think that would be more of a national treasures kind of thing or a flawless for basketball. Um, it seems more likely that it's a baseball opportunity than basketball. So, anyways, yeah. the one thing that yeah. I talked to – go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Um, one thing I talked to a guy here the other day in this whole Gary Vee discussion was I'm afraid it'll be like the Derek Jeter card of 2007. Um, and I don't know if you remember this card. Uh, the 2007 not. tops 
So 2007 tops, Derek Jeter. There, it was an unannounced. It wasn't even really a variation, but it was like an unannounced Easter egg in the photo. Uh, Mickey Mantle was in the dugout, and George W. Yes. Bush was in the crowd. I do remember well, that. Yes. Okay. Okay. So that card shot up, you know, almost overnight because of all the outsiders that came in and bought the card and bought it and bought it and bought it. You know, a dollar Derek Jeter Topps card was going for $50, $100, maybe more. Um, but then it dropped, the bottom dropped out. And it was that false, um, that almost like a false chase. Uh, that might not be the best phrase, but, you know, everybody thought it was special, thought it was a variation, and then it turned out that it really wasn't. But there was all that press coverage and that the value shot up and then bought them out overnight. And it, that that's kind of what I'm afraid of. Um, you know, maybe come next year if Gary Vee keeps talking and then – or not next year, but later this fall, I guess, um, if Zion is drafted number one overall and all these people keep listening to Gary Vee, is it going to take prices to a, to a level that they shouldn't be? Um, and then, in you know, 30, 60 days, are they just going to – bottom out and you know go go to 20 percent of what they were selling for so to me it's a little bit scary because i'm afraid that something like that's going to happen again like what happened with that jeter you know 12 13 years ago yeah definitely i mean the one thing i like with nascar so you know we're in the, well, the stuff we're going to talk about today and stuff we talked about on the show you know it's kind of a long-term short-term and it might fluctuate um, a bit, and you know we all we agree that you know that they're going to increase in value, or we think they will because of you know whatever. But when I see cards coming out that um, go up and then um, drop suddenly for lots of money, I don't know if you saw this tweet or not, but Ivan uh, at watched watch the breaks he was talking about i think it was him where somebody was trying to return a card on ebay because it dropped 150 dollars in two weeks right uh and so yeah to me that's scary and that's why i try to talk about nascar cards and the nascar uh because i think you really won't see something like that now can it happen possibly but I think it happens more often than not in baseball and that prospecting stuff, you know, shooting up really quick. That's why when I say about Haley Deegan, you know, she's shot up really quick and she's in that whatever 10 to $15 range for a base card when, you know, stuff that we talk about is a dollar or two for guys that, um, who have won championships and some other stuff. So um, I'm afraid, you know, that fluctuating and moving quickly, you know, you get, stuck with a $150 loss um, that might, you know, sour you and, and leave the hobby. So we want people to stay. Yeah, I completely agree. And that, like, again, you know, that's, that's what I'm afraid of. Um, it's not going to be that long-term bubble and long-term by, you know, five to seven years, it's going to be like the five to seven week <laughs> bubble possibility. So uh, it's a little scary at times, but, you know, the more people, the better. <laughs> Because that, that's why I had put out in, in Twitter, actually, <clears throat> I don't know if, if the guys, um, that's, uh, 
uh, sports card radio and those guys saw my tweet, but I tagged them when I saw that. And I said, you know, there's opportunities here for the next year, year and a half, I think, uh, maybe before that bubble, you know, pops on some of that stuff. So it'll be interesting for the national. I'm so excited about um, going there again this year and seeing everybody and, and, uh, you know, talking NASCAR trading cards with everybody. So I guess we'll see, um, you know, what kind of circus it's going to be. Um, you know, when he talks about, I guess he's buying Giannis. I don't know how you pronounce her or not. And then LeBron's and talking yeah, about yeah. being like LeBron being 1500 for his card, you know, and this is all graded stuff. And then being a $3,000 card in the future. Um, you know, I, I know, you know, you have no idea of if that's going to pan out or not because, you know, like the 86 Jordan and stuff like that, where they're using for benchmarks, it was very, you know, short printed. Um, and I don't know what top print run was for, um, and nobody knows, but you know, how much, uh, market saturation that those cards had. So, uh, you never want to compare them to stocks, you know, but, um, you know, at least stocks, you can go to the exchanges and, and list them for sale and they get sold as opposed to, you know, trying to push, uh, uh, a Jordan rookie or a LeBron, you know, when nobody wants them. So, right. But uh, we can talk about um, let's talk about some NASCAR, right? So, um, Richmond, um, they were off last week. Um, we're recording this on uh, Friday and, and tomorrow. Uh, they're in Talladega this weekend, and uh, Martin Truex won. Um, which was his first win of the season. He, um, you know, was a 2017 champ. Um, it's his first win this year. And the the note is, you know, he's part of Joe Gibbs Racing now. So Joe Gibbs has won uh, the three with Kyle, two with uh, Denny, and now one with uh, Trick. So they're they're forced to be reckoned with. So, um, and and I looking up some data for the show, I had totally forgotten that he actually won the Xfinity championship in 2004 and 2005. So he's definitely destined for the NASCAR Hall of Fame. It's, it's years away, but um, you know, he's got uh, 20 wins now in uh, the high, in the cup series. Um, I actually purchased his 2004 Press pass track side rookie card on Tech of My Cards for a dollar ten. Um, a little bit in preparation of the episode, but also obviously he won. Um, so I kind of was looking into it, and you know the conversation we've had is it's hard to pass them up. Um, no matter what sport it is, you know a Hall of Fame rookie card is a Hall of Fame rookie card. So uh, I was able to add one for just over a dollar. So not bad at all. Well, not bad at all, considering if you send something to check out my cards, how much does it cost to to list it in the bulk? Is it thirty cents? Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, you you can't go wrong. Um, I was looking at this stuff, and um, yeah, well, sometimes I'm cheapskate, so I was looking trying to get one of his numbered rookies um, for under ten bucks, but uh, uh, I put an offer in it, and it got immediately rejected. So, I'll have to revisit that, but. Uh, he doesn't have a ton of 2004 stuff. Um, he's in um, the press pass, um, and he's in uh, the, the press pass based Optima, Stealth, Trackside. <clears throat> um, you know, he's got press pass 
uh, signings. So there's some autograph stuff. Um, I think it was a couple of years ago I picked up the gold uh, number to do. I don't know if it was number to 50 or not, but that's going to be a long-term hold. Um, like I said, when the stuff appreciates. So he's a, he's a really nice guy. If you heard him speak, um, get a good story. And uh, like I said, he won the championship. And uh, one of the things that I'm trying to do is I love the Panini Instant Set. Um, and so for 2017, they have a um, championship card for him. So I'm trying to track him down um, and get that autographed in person. So I'm looking forward to that because that, that's got like a small print run of like in the 60s or something. It's the Panini Instant stuff. We can talk about that one show, man. That That is good stuff. That is really small print runs. Well, and even looking for his autographs um, from 2004, uh, there are some, like an autograph rookie, you know, an in-person, five or six bucks, uh, but a 2004 Wheels, the certified autograph, it's Press Pass certified, 15. Um, there's another one that's another Wheels, 12.99 or best offer. Um, so, you know, 10, 15 bucks for a rookie autograph. Again, I don't know how you can go wrong with that stuff. <laughs> You know, when you look at the other sports fan, it's a no-brainer. Um, another winner in the Xfinity Series um, was Cole Custer. And uh, he's one of these guys that are up and coming. I think he has uh, a lot of potential, um, not only because uh, he's won two races so far in 2019, <clears throat> two of um, the races in Xfinity, but he is um, kind of under contract with Stuart Haas Racing. And um, it's only a matter of time before. Is it Stuart Haas or is it no? No, I'm forgetting. Yes, Haas, Haas Automation. <clears throat> um, that he'll find a, a, a cup ride. So um, he's, he's uh, raced since 2006 in the Xfinity, but he's really been full schedule um, 2017 and 2018. He's only won a couple times, but uh, he's got four wins, like I said, in Xfinity. But, um, you know, he, he's uh, he's pretty good. And then being in really good equipment, like we talked about before, being in, you know, like the Yankees or the Red Sox farm system, um, you got a better shot as being opposed, or, you know, being on uh, a smaller market, whatever. So, um, his rookie is in 2016. He's in um, Certified, Prism, and Torque. Uh, I don't know if you, if you went out and looked at any of his prices. The prices aren't too bad. Yeah, not too bad. Uh, the base Torque, dollar or less. Um, and can't, I haven't seen anything certified, but I can't imagine it's too different. Uh, both of them have numbered parallels, you know, 99, 125, 50, 10. So, the norm. Uh, but even 2016 autographs, he has two on check-out-my-cards for $12. So, definitely not okay. not expensive either. I picked up a, uh, I don't know if I told you before, but I, remember I mentioned on a show before, but 2016 certified sets, they were like four or five hours shipped. I think I bought like six of them or something. So 
Uh, I have a little crazy. Uh, well, in my mind, I had me taking the rookies because I've talked about so much about the certified, how much I like it, but I'm taking them actually and sending them off to um, check my cards. So um, I'm starting to like checking my cards more and more for buying and selling um, and also flipping. Um, eBay's changed yeah, their. Yeah, be an episode for us too. Because I do the same. Yeah. Because you know I put stuff out on eBay. Uh, I'm not a big fan of the auctions because um, sometimes the NASCAR stuff doesn't have the following that the baseball guys. You know, so if you put a 99 cent auction out on something that's super hot, um, you'll find the right market value. As opposed to you know if only one person's looking for it. it they're going to uh, get it for the 99 cents. So, but um, so I, I like Cole Custer. I've um, purchased some of his stuff, um, and I think he doesn't have the greatest autograph. I mean, that's a whole other show too. But um, he's got a, a, a you know kind of initial autograph. But uh, I think he's definitely a prospect to uh, look at him and. Um, Christopher Bell, these guys are um, up and coming, so definitely want to um, <clears throat> look at them. The prices aren't too bad. Um, some other guys maybe you should be looking at that that are folks that are good but not necessarily doing well right now. Um, Stuart Haas is not hasn't won any races this year. Um, somebody, I think, you know, there's opportunities to maybe buy um, if you want to uh, try to flip is like Kevin Harvick. He won eight races last year. And um, he was an Xfinity champ in 2001 and 2006. Uh, he's got 47 wins in Xfinity, but in the cup level, he, he won the 2014 championship. He's got 45 wins in cup. So, um, you know, he's a future Hall of Famer all day long. And, but I think his prices maybe ha- are soft right now. And he doesn't have a lot of stuff. Uh, nine, 1999 was his rookie year. Um, and so he's in press pass and wheels. Mm-hmm. Um, and some of it is numbered. Um, so in his first auto didn't show up, I don't think, until 2000. Even in 2000, he has, doesn't have a ton of stuff. So... Um, some of the stuff I like, and there's like the 2000 SP Authentic, uh, Sign of the Times. Um, he's got an auto in there that's very affordable. And then of the 2000 Maximum Young Lions, I just think that's a really cool set. Um, there's some really cool uh, rookies in that set. We can talk about the, the next one. Um, the next travel I'm looking at here is what kind of presses do you receive with Kevin Harvick? I mean, Harvick is the same. He's right around the dollar uh, for the 99 stuff. Um, I haven't found any uh, 2000s yet. But, you know, again, you're talking 75 cents to a dollar for a rookie card. Yeah, and I want to say his um, SPL is all good. Well, I was just to say, it's interesting that you brought it up because I guess I knew, but it didn't click. Um, Has he won this year? He has not. Okay, because I knew when we were doing the uh, racing roundups last year that he always seemed to be one of the ones that was, you know, top five, like, almost every time. 
Um, nine nine starts and seven top tens. I mean, he's still fourth overall, um, even though he hasn't won. But it's amazing what happens when you don't win, even though you're close to the top. How much you just fall out of, you know, people's uh, people's memory. Right. So this is now when you know when you want to buy it and sell it when he starts, you know, winning. Um, the one thing I like Kevin Harvick. I don't know if you guys have uh, Outbacks. Uh, where you are, wherever wherever you are in the, yes. in yep. the if you're in the U.S. is that they have a deal called um, you get a free blooming onion on Monday. You just have to call and just tell your waiter waitress blooming Monday. So we've done that a couple of times. Um, so that's really cool. But um, so he's got the seven top tens. But like I said last year, he had eight wins. Um, but he's kind of uh, winless right now. Um, so they're I guess Stuart Haas is working through their issues right now. But I think his uh, SP Authentic Sign of the Times, I think, can be had for less than $20. So that's a, a nice autograph um, of a future Hall of Famer. So, And then the other one I was going to say add, is that – Let me ask before you go on to the next yeah. person. Um, his two T99 cards, different um, fire suits, uh, one is a Porter cable, and one is blue, and I cannot tell. Maybe Sears? I think it's AC Delco, maybe? No, it's definitely got E-A-R in the word. Anyway, does stuff like, do you take stuff like that into consideration? Like, let's say with these that are almost 20 years old, do you take the fire suit that the guy's wearing, that the driver's wearing in the card into consideration, or do you take more of the card brand itself, or what are you what are you looking at personally? You have more experience than I do with this. Um, I just you know try to get maybe um, each each of the cards. Um, they're cheap, so um, you just something like a base card where he's got different. Different cards. Which one are we talking yeah, about? Two thousand. Yeah. So this, well, this is ninety nine. So he's got the wheels and the press pass, but it's just an inter- interesting thing to me because you know some people don't like, for baseball example, people prefer major league uniforms over minor league, even if the cards in the same year. Uh, so I just wondered if that existed with, with racing collectors. You know, I'm sure it does to a degree, but I was just kind of curious if that was something that was widespread, you know, that the, the fire suit might make a difference or make one more desirable uh, with the brand or the sponsor. And maybe if it's a long-term sponsor brand where, the, you know, this their first one. Um, but, you know, I was just thinking like <clears throat> Kyle Larson, I think it was in 2014 or whatever, 15. He's got two cards, one for the Xfinity Series and one for the Cup Series. So I guess you'd want to go towards the Cup maybe as opposed to the other one. But um, gotcha. if that makes any sense. But um, yeah, maybe if it's, the, if it's the current year, the driver, the, the collectors might go towards um, the Cup. Um but if it's something older, because um, I think maybe it's the AC Delco or I think it's a, in the 2000 um, Authentic, which is actually interesting because they have a base card and then they have 
a um, short print card. Um, so Kevin Harvick is one. So he's got card number 44, and then he's got card number 74, and that, that one's serial numbered. And then the other driver I was going to say was Jimmy Johnson, um, who hasn't won. Uh, he hasn't won since 2017, um, and he is, you know, massive Hall of Famer. Um, they might as well just put him in right now. But he's also right. in that two, 2000, um, his rookie is 2000, and he's in that 2000 authentic set. Um, yeah, I'm kind and of waiting to talk it, about this one. Yeah, and I think the people don't understand. So they're going after his, like, 2000 SP Authentic, his number 39, which is kind of that base is is more widespread. And, like, a PSA 10 I was looking, it, it, I think it was closed sales, was about $75. But the number 67 card, that's serial numbered, I think, the 2000. 2500 yeah. yeah. I think that is your best value. Now it's going to be a little more money. Um, I think I saw one close for about 15 bucks, but um, I like the SP Authentic um, serial number one. And then the Maximum uh, Young Lions, that other one that I was telling you about, Kevin Harvick, those Young Lions car- cards were one per box. So that was an insert card. Um, so they're tough. And so Kevin Harvick's in that Young Lions set. And Matt Kenseth is in that young line set. Um, so you got three, three guys right there. I think um, Adam Petty is also in that set. Um, I think those are the biggest names right now that spring to my mind. But um, I think there's a lot of value, or there you, you know, that because he's not winning, you know, you kind of need to, you know, look at completed sales as well, and you might be able to pick up some bargains. Um, before I came on the show, I think there was a 2000 maximum, uh, signature. I think it was like 48 bucks or something. So, yeah. Um, I, I, cause we almost did the show last week and in preparation, then I looked at some of these Jimmy Johnson cards and completely forgot that upper deck was a NASCAR card manufacturer. Uh, so it was pretty cool to see this again. Um, I haven't seen this stuff in years, and it kind of made me want, uh, you know, another brand in, in NASCAR. Just it was cool to see SP Authentic for NASCAR. Um, it would kind of be like if you saw, you know, SP Authentic for wrestling. It's just something you don't see very often. So it's nice to see a little bit of a change of pace, a little different, uh, different brand name and all that sort of stuff. And, you know, it was kind of cool to see that a Jimmy Johnson base rookie was $10 versus, you know, a press pass Kevin Harvick is 75 cents. So you can definitely tell that a lot of people put more stock into upper deck than press pass as far as the rookies go. Uh, It just wasn't around very long. I think it was a four or five year deal. Uh, with NASCAR, 95 to 2000, I think. So wasn't around very long, but it seems like collectors still like it even 20 years later. Yeah, I love the SP Authentic, um, especially the 2000. Uh, I think the it was 1995s when they started with the um, SP brand. And then in 2000, Upper Deck got out of the racing card industry. And those 2000 SP 
authentic boxes are pretty tough to find. Um, I've opened one or two of them. Um, you know, I think if you can find them, they're great. Um, I've sent some off, the ones that I opened off, and I've gotten some PSA 9s, PSA 10s. Um, you know, I've actually pulled the Jimmy Johnson. I was pretty excited to pull Jimmy Johnson out of a pack, uh, a sign of the times. So uh, that was really cool. Um, I guess it's been a year or two ago. And because um, I guess back then, you know, he wasn't really, you look at the old press guys, like that old um, Beckett press guys, and he was like, you know, not very much back then, um, back in 2000. So it's uh, cool. But that older wax, that's the other thing too is, you know, there's not a lot of older NASCAR wax. Um, but uh, to your point, it, the SP Authentic is a really nice card. Um, like I said, the, the first, I don't know if it's first 50 or something, or um, their base cards, and then the other cards are serial numbered. And um, it's not just rookies, though. It's uh, other drivers as well. So it's that's a cool little set. And then they had um, redemptions. Uh, so you might be able to find uncut sheets of the 2000 SP Authentic. So that's pretty cool. I think that would be a a diamond in the rough if you could actually find some of that. That would be cool. Yeah. You know, I saw one for sale numerous years ago, and the only thing I didn't like was that they were printed um, bottom to bottom, so it wasn't like your, your top sheet where they're all facing one way. So rows gotcha. were facing yeah. back and, back and I forth. That would so, be a little annoying. So that was one of the things, like, if I'm going to buy a sheet, I want to, you know, maybe display it or whatever. So, right. Um, but I think – there's definitely um, some value. You definitely want to buy stuff when nobody else is buying and then sell when, you know, everybody's wanting it. So um, we're just kind of throwing out some opportunities that maybe if you find something, um, like I said, that maximum for under 50 bucks for a uh, autograph, rookie autograph is, uh, I think, a bargain. So, Well, and um, I think more good. By yep. comparison, you know, just on Jimmy Johnson, if you're looking at the 2000 Max, on check out my cards, it's five fifty, five dollars and fifty cents. But if you're looking at the SP Authentic, it's ten dollars. So, you know, going back to, you know, double the value. Um, I don't, I don't remember what box prices were for this, but you know, I'm sure that was a little bit of a premium in comparison. But still, I mean, it it still is holding true uh, and holding that value. You know, like we said, almost 20 years later. So this was cool. I, I like the, the the trip down memory lane to the Jimmy Johnson. I'm glad you brought that one up. Yeah, um, and looking at it, so you had Max, Maximum, and then SP Authentic. So three different brands. Um, and um, I've opened the Maximum. And Oh, and I, t- I totally missed it. And Upper Deck, too. That's right. I opened up a box of uh, the 2000 uh, Upper Deck racing it's got some foil to it so um uh it probably i probably would not buy another box of that to try to get graded um but yeah so the 2000 upper deck 2000 sp authentic maximum and max but the funny thing is all those brands those are all upper deck because upper deck had purchased right right max um and then where i was going with is that the 2000 sp um authentic is that they had some other uh, insert sets 
I guess, lined up for future products. And since this was their, um, they were getting out of it, there are some uh, other cards in there. So, and I did, I think I got a, like a 2000 MVP autograph or something of like a Kyle Petty. So they kind of um, um, threw some extra stuff in that 2000 SP Authentic Wax. So, uh, like I said, if you can find some, it's uh, it's pretty awesome. So, I think I got a box or two around the house somewhere. I might have to do a, a box break of that. Um, but like I said, I was going to say is that there are some bargains. And speaking of uh, bargains, I had gone to um, one of the shows here in Charlotte, and um, he had sets, a whole bunch of racing sets, older sets in hundred count hard plastic snap boxes. And so I looked and there was a bunch of 2004 uh, press pass, regular press pass. And um, so I went through them. He probably had maybe a hundred different sets. And I think there were about five 2004 press pass. And one of the things we talked about, it's the Kyle Bush rookies in there. So uh, the sets were $3 a piece. So I didn't think $3 for a Kyle Bush rookie was that bad. Um, I probably overpaid, <laughs> but you got the rest of the set. Um, and the other thing about the 2004, we, we talked about it before, is that there's variations in the 2004 press pass. So um, the the dealer let me look through them, and I kind of looked through them to make sure uh, the Kyle Bushes were in there, and they were. And I said, it would be fun to kind of look through them and see what kind of variations, if they caught all the variations or if they just put them together and not knowing them. So, right, do you remember us talking about the Kyle Bush with the infield and, and the background? And... Yep. Um, I bought I bought one of them. I can't remember which one I bought. But, yeah, I do remember the uh, the background is different, but the front picture of Bush is the same. So I actually um, put a YouTube video out um, under my racing card info uh, YouTube account. And so you can see I, I go through them. I also, also in there were um, – uh, it was a 2000 and wheel set, I believe. So, no, 1999 wheels. I had the um, Matt Kendis rookies in it. Um, but also a 2004 trackside and a 2004 um, uh, high gear, I think it was. It was, both of them were, had Kyle Bushes in it, but the other one had the Martin Truex. Um, card in it, so it was like a, a bonus there. Um, let's look at my sheet here real quick. 2004. Oh, it was stealth. It was a, a stealth set, and it was a trackside set. And um, so that was really cool. But the 2004, I was really uh, surprised that there were some variations in there. Um, you know, that 2004, if you can find the wax for it, um, you know, there's Jeff Gordon variation and Matt Kenseth variation with the uh, Dale Earnhardt Jr. and uh, Tony Stewart, Kyle Busch, Vickers, uh, Kurt Busch's car, and Bobby Labonte's car. And um, you know, the, one that's, the one that was really hard for me was the uh, Matt Kenseth number nine. It, it, um, there's uh, Dale Earnhardt Jr.'s number nine. And there's one with him uh, with the track behind him and then with the grandstand behind him. And then there's also a number nine with a uh, number as uh, Matt Kenza. Um, 
So I didn't. Um, I had the the Dale Earnhardt Jr. I think variation, so that was really cool. I think I had a Jeff Gordon variation. Um, I had I think two Jimmy McMurray variations. I don't think I had any Tony Stewart. No Kyle Busch variations. Um, I don't think I had any Brian Vicker variations. And then um, uh, Bobby Labonte and Kurt Busch's car. Those two were tough too. I did not get any of those, but I did get a Jimmy Johnson um, variation. So I was like, it was pretty you know, pretty cool bonus. Uh, for those sets. So I think it was $27 I, I spent. So it was a lot of fun. Um, and another reason why I like NASCAR is uh, if you kind of know what you're looking for and if you listen to the show, um, these are some of the things that can help you, um, you know, find some value and, and enjoy collecting. So, I mean, it's one of those things where you told me the price, you know, before the show, before we started recording and, I mean, you you pretty much paid shipping per box. I mean, if you had tried to order those, you probably would have spent double, uh, you know, so $50 instead of 27 So it, to me, that's always a good deal. That's always nice. Yeah, I don't know if you have – I know you have shows by you, and I don't know how much racing they have by you, but um, we have inside pitch promotions, and um, they do Charlotte, Hickory, Raleigh, and Statesville. And if you go on the website, you can get a coupon for a dollar off. So uh, you can get in for like four bucks. And then I think I have a weekend pass sometimes for whatever. So um, I enjoy going. If you if you go and um, to the shows, um, you know you can find some stuff. I think that's pretty much all I came home with. But uh, I enjoyed it. Yeah, um, we talked about going over purchases uh, a little while ago. You know, I've been just buying the singles. Um, kind of have stuck with buying the cards on check out my cards just because the whole shipping factor, and that was something that we just talked about a minute ago or touched on. But I've been buying the rookie cards. Sometimes as we talk about them or as we're recording, um, I kind of go on check out my cards and buy them as we're talking. So, um, like, like we've talked, can't beat the price, uh, but I've bought – probably half of the guys we've talked about so far. So the more we talk, the more I'll keep buying, it looks like. Well, um, and um, full disclosure, I um, I don't know if I told you. So I found a 2004 uh, high gear, I believe it is, Kyle Bush. It's numbered to 100, and the centering on it is tough. Um, I think they wanted 40 or $50 for it, and I put an offer in of 30 29 or $30 even, and they accepted it. So um, a numbered uh, – it's not autographed, but a numbered Kyle Busch rookie I thought was definitely worth 30 bucks. I don't have any of um, – so Press Pass has your base, and then they have, you know, these different numbering situations, whatever. So uh, that's one that I purchased. Um, on Good Friday, somebody was having a sale. Um, I can't remember the name of the company, but they were giving 50% off on all their cards. And I went to the website. They're kind of a new company. Um, And so I was somewhat hesitant, but looked on eBay to see if they had any kind of history and um, looked on Facebook, and they had some stuff there. And uh, I was going to use PayPal to pay. So, um, and I said, well, you know, let me see. And, you know, if I get it, great. If it wasn't a lot of money, it was a, 
2016 certified um, William Byron rookie, um, oh, okay. number to 49, number to 49, and two Haley Deegan prism cards. Um, and I think they were $2 a piece, but they were on sale for a dollar piece. So um, I think the whole thing cost me like 12 bucks for the William Byron number to 49 autographed and uh, pack certified and the Deacons. And I think it was $3 shipping. So it was like 15 bucks. So it wasn't like um, if I lost $15, it was going to be, um, but I was paying through PayPal. So I was trying to be safe. So I probably need to put the name of the company um, on, on the podcast, but it uh, looked like they're uh, starting up or whatever. So um, that was a, a a purchase and then Cole Custer. I was looking. Uh, I put them on my cart, but I didn't pull the trigger. They were Cole Custer Orange 2016 certified. They were six ninety five a piece. I was almost tempted to buy. I think it was like five or seven of them, but I ended up buying that Kyle Bush instead. I thought that was a better long term. But so again, you can yeah, you know not spend yeah not spend a lot of money and and uh, you know do some prospecting or pick some stuff up. That Kyle Bush, I might end up. Sending the PSA to get graded. Um, I have to put a, a magnifying glass on it to see, but I think that's a long-term hold. Yeah. Well, I think uh, that's all I got, and uh, did enough talking here. So, um, uh, Talladega's this weekend. That should be quite interesting. Um, I think it was last year and the year before. Um, I think it was. Uh, we get the draft. It's such a large track. It's one of the largest um, drafting arrow. plays a big part of it. So uh, I think it was last year where all the Fords and all the Toyotas were lining up um, to get the drafting to go faster. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how that plays out this year. So uh, there's a race on uh, Saturday and um, uh, a couple on Sunday. So. Yeah, I've kind of been trying to follow the Gray Golding situation that we were talking about with Panini. Um, it looks like Panini is, is still sponsoring him. I don't know how long that's going to go, um, but the, it looks like there is still something Panini on his car. I just haven't seen pictures of it to see if it's still the back. Uh, I don't even know what you want to call it, but the back section of his car. Yeah, the rear, or, the, or the rear of the car. Yeah. Or if it's gradually getting smaller or, you know, what's going on. So uh, maybe as soon as we see some pictures of that, I'll tweet them out from the uh, yeah. Still City account. Yeah, and we'll see. Um, uh, there might be some. They always call it the big one because everybody's running um, kind of restrictor plates because um, they don't want the cars to go over, uh, you know, 200 miles an hour uh, back in the day anyway. Um, if the car get there gets under the car, it goes airborne. You don't want it to leave the track. So that's one of the reasons why they started with the um, restrictor plates. But now with roof flaps and everything else, so um, you know some of the drivers complain that they get bunched up and then one wrong move, and um, you're taking out ten, fifteen cars. So, uh, so I guess where I'm going with that is there might be some sheet metal available <laughs> for uh, Gary Oldman's car. So we'll see. Yeah, that would be uh that would be nice. Maybe get some some relic cards out of it. So definitely. So, 
But I guess we'll leave it for there. Um, thanks, for everybody, for uh, listening, uh, hanging in there for the show. Hopefully there's a lot of value for you. Um, you can uh, find me on Twitter at NASCAR Radio or at NASCARradio.com or Racing Card Info or on YouTube, uh, Racing Card Info. And uh, Jason, where can I find you? Um, pretty much anything, Steel City Collectibles or SCC Trading Cards. Um, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. That's If you see anything going on with that, that's usually me um, 99% of the time. And then Steel City Scoop, um, all the product releases, all the product information uh, is going to be up there, and then even some original content articles. So um, anything Steel City Collectibles and SCC Trading Cards. Do you guys have any uh, specials going on with uh, NASCAR trading cards, or I think you guys um, did. I don't think there's anything I... specifically NASCAR at the moment. Uh, we did a twenty dollars Thursday where we had a bunch of stuff under twenty dollars on sale yesterday. Um, right now, it's a lot of the uh, the baseball stuff. There's a lot of debuts happening this weekend, so that's kind of been the focus right now. And then, of course, the draft, the NFL draft, was last night, so. That's kind of been the focus, and then next weekend is Star Wars Day, so no no racing on the horizon as of yet. Probably okay. somewhere yeah. around the victory lane. Okay, yeah, and I think that date actually pushed, right? Let me check. So I think I, I saw a release, not to drag the song, but and then when I um, had gone to vacation or gone to the beach, I actually saw uh, we'd gone to Walmart, and the lady was stocking. Um, the card section, and she was putting out Bowman. Um, so I know that Bowman's out now. I didn't buy any. I was yep. there to get my Oots. I found a bunch of Oots snack packs. So um, that, that's been interesting. So, um, yeah, so Lane, it did get pushed to June 14th. It was originally May, May something. I can't remember. Uh, but now it's June 14th. <laughs> Okay, so that'll be June, and then um, end of July should be another release for the show. So, I mean, uh, for the national. So, right, which we I don't think we know what it is yet. So, I'm curious to see. But um, so, we'll, I guess we'll count down the time for Victory Lane. And um, all right, we'll leave it there. Um, rambling on. Thank you so much, Jason. Have a great weekend. Absolutely. You too. Yeah. And we'll see what happens in Talladega. All right. Sounds good. Have a good weekend. Bye. All right. Bye-bye.